0: heavy track today.
1: Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce. Getting sinker vibes.
0: I don't know. Says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it. Get expert tips in
1: Tab's new race feed. Tab. We're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning Graham. Good morning Michael. You've got a very nice team heading to Caulfield on Saturday. Um, Did you have the thousand guineas and the Rupert Clark in mind for these fillies and mares at the start of the carnival or is it just how it's unfolded that now that we've got a couple of group ones pushed back later than normal that it's worked in quite nicely to their pro- our programs
0: uh, certainly Karina queen was always earmarked to run in the thousand guineas obviously she had to sort of measure up and uh, and then the stripes to go there but uh you know she's had a nice preparation leading into it um forms quite good and um, so yeah i'm sure she'll be better suited at uh Mooney Valley uh, and at Caulfield rather than Mooney Valley,
1: um, so yeah, we're expecting it to run well. You got Jamie Carr on board, which is a, a positive after the way she's been riding over the Melbourne Cup Carnival, and she has been a filly that's uh, improved. I know it might be hard to turned the tables on Skybird off that last run. But she's been so consistent all the way through. And if you think she's a better filly at Caulfield, maybe that gives you some type of chance. What was it about the Moonee Valley circuit? you think that she's better suited to a bigger track? Yeah, it just wobbled around the home turn a little bit. Uh, we just felt that,
0: uh, you know, she never got a, really got a chance to go through her gears. Sort of they really put the foot down and, uh, you know, uh, Michael had to sort of start chasing her, uh, you know, to start taking runs well before the home turn. So uh, we just think, you know, she gets an opportunity to blend into the race. Um, She doesn't always begin very cleanly, Mm. so she's always on the back foot a little bit. Uh, But hopefully, you know, where she's drawn, um, she might be able to get a nice run sort of midfield and be able to blend into the race at the right time.
1: Is she still got good form lines around her too, you know? Oh, all of the form there um, in just her four starts has shown to be pretty strong. So is she on the upward spiral? Oh, certainly. You know, I'll well, put it this way. I don't think she's gone
0: backwards. Mm. She's certainly held a form. Um, look, no doubt it's a very highly competitive race. Uh, some fillies uh, which are in good form. There's lots of different uh, form lines coming into the race. So, you know, they all intertwine on Saturday. So it'll be interesting how it all works out.
1: Uh, magic time. We know she's a, a very good mare and she was stiff in the invitation. She ran such a uh, such a gutsy race after being caught wide. And, gee, the barrier gods haven't been kind again from 15 and the Rupert Clark at Caulfield on Saturday. What are your initial thoughts about what you'll try and do?
0: Oh, uh, well, we'll just have to take our medicine, I guess, try to roll over, I guess, with the speed outside and uh, hopefully they might break up a bit and she might be able to s- slot in, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she's obviously going well, but uh, look, it, it, how tough is it now going to be with that gate? It's going to be in the lap of the gods to some extent.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it won't make the job easy. But look, she's a filly that's high class filly, and she's got good form lines around her around her, around her, and uh, the fillies that she raced against uh, ran well last week in the sprint race. Philly uh, Chris Rollers won the invitation. Mm. Uh, it's the owner. so you know we think it's strong enough form lines and you know, 53 and a half on the back gives her a good opportunity
1: and as you said there's a lot of speed that is drawn to her outside which might be able to give you a bit of a, a card across so hopefully in that early stages it'll it'll break up and look she's probably still improving only fourth run in uh, this campaign so if she does get the brakes going her way uh, you're expecting her to be right in the finish on saturday
0: Absolutely.
1: Mm. Um, she's certainly gone, done nothing wrong.
0: Uh, Travelled back from Sydney in good shape, and it's worked mm-hmm. very strongly um, going into Saturday's race.
1: What do you think is her best distance? She's probably four fourteen hundred metres.
0: Yep. Uh, at this stage, certainly, uh, you know, she's certainly very adept at twelve hundred metres, but she can certainly run fourteen hundred. No problems with that um she hasn't missed the money since you know three runs she's had a 1400 meters so she's had a win and and two thirds and the two times she's run third she's had wide runs so uh, hasn't had the greatest runs but she does like a race of space a little bit which uh she gets on saturday um three week buff between runs so i think that's really ideal for her
1: and is uh, saturday the end of her campaign for the spring
0: Yes that's that's correct and uh, have a bit of a break and then uh, we'll gear up for the autumn. I'd say more than likely she'll uh, compete in New South Wales in the autumn. Um, it just would come around a bit quick for her um, to be uh, running here so you know we'll be probably tailoring something up there for her.
1: And then you've got a, a very promising young filly called Miraval Rose, who goes around in the thoroughbred club stakes. She's only lightly raced, but she she put them away with a little bit of arrogance last start.
0: Yeah, she's a filly showing us above average ability. Um, we just felt this was a nice race um to run her in um i know it's a bit of a rising grade but there's a race in a couple of weeks time called the twilight glow we
1: mm. we
0: felt that she'd be very well placed in. so this was an ideal race as a stepping stone she as well hasn't drawn that great um drawn the outside but you know certainly feel that she's a filly of uh, quite a good a good ability
1: She's been on speed in her two runs so far. So with that wide gate, um, would you maybe like to see her ease in behind them? Or how do you think Geordie will ride her on Saturday? Oh, we might have just lost Graham big there. Yep. All right. We'll try and get Graham back uh, because I haven't even asked him about Rose Courts, which is uh, in race number 10. And obviously... Uh, Rose Courts has been racing so well this time in without luck. A couple of seconds and a fourth. And finally, she has drawn a decent barrier in the how now. Stakes is going to be one of the hardest to beat on Saturday. She's around about a $4.80 chance. Uh, she dances the favourite there. Uh, Mirabel Rose, that we were just discussing in race number four, is in the Thoroughbred Club Stakes. And look, it is a big step up in class from that maiden win. But the runner-up has since come out and won and on Saturday... Um, She's drawn barrier 13. She's around about a $5 chance. So uh, she is the second favourite according to the market. And if we have a look at the 1,000 Guineas market, race number seven, Karina Queen, I know she was beaten comprehensively by Skybird, who came from behind her and beat her at Moonee Valley. But Karina Queen's a $21 chance, and she's $5 a place from a reasonably good draw. And you've got Skybird, who is a $3.60 favourite. So if Graham Begg is saying she's a filly that's going to be better suited at a bigger track like Caulfield, that uh, could be a touch of value, $21 and $5. And Magic Time, who we spoke about uh, the wide gate, it's going to be all about... How she can get in during the run in the Sarupa Clark, and she is still the favourite. She's a $3.80 favourite in the Sarupa Clark. So, magic time uh, heads the field there for, or the, the team for Graham Begg. So, this is RSN's Racing Pulse. Welcome back to Racing Pulse. Now, we do have the phones up and running. So, just to give you a little bit of background, there has been a power outage. In the wider Flemington area, which is where we are broadcasting from our brand new studios at Racing Victoria. There's no power at Racing Victoria at all. Uh, We are currently running on air off a generator, but the generator is... uh proving a little temperamental. So every now and then we are losing phone lines. So uh, strap yourself in for the next few hours. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hopefully the phone's hold up and we can bring you all the information uh, that we enjoy doing, and uh, including getting good mail off the trainers. Graham Begg is back. How are you, Graham?
0: Yes, Michael.
1: Uh, so uh, it's not the fact Racing Victoria haven't paid their phone bill. There, <laughs> there is an outage in the area. So uh, just to, to finish up on... Um, Miraval Rose, um, I was asking you about where you'd like to see her in the run on Saturday
0: Yeah look hopefully not too far off the speed, sort of no worse than midfield um, so just give her a chance to go through her gears but it's a nice filly, uh, as I said she led at the first start, Surprises that she led and then next start, well she drew an inside gate and uh, Damien Lane used uh, her gate to advantage and and that trailed the speed and got out on the turn and uh, put them away. So, but she's certainly a filly of well above average ability.
1: And then you've got Rose Courts in the last, who has drawn a decent gait, and she's been racing so well this time in without luck. I thought a run down the straight on the wrong side of the the track at Flemington was full of merit. And back to Caulfield, where I know she performs really well. Are you confident?
0: Yeah, she'll run very well. Uh, she yes, it was just. We knew soon as the barriers come up and, uh, you know, we're in a world of pain at Flemington. Uh, they just don't seem to be able to win those horses drawn down close to the fence. They just sort of get detached from the field and, uh, for some reason, you know, if they start the barriers out in the middle of the uh, of the straight, um, you know, the horses drawn down on the inside is certainly a disadvantage. I think if you go back and have a look at the uh, stats, you um, from the time they've moved the barriers out into the middle of the track from the starting point the ones drawn down in down low they've they've just got virtually no hope um you know so that's certainly something that needs to be looked at and possibly addressed going forward i don't know why they ever changed it around um so you know something that
1: uh, so you'd like to see the barriers back on the fence.
0: Absolutely, because, you know, the horse is drawn down the inside a disadvantage. We'll even look at the sprint on Saturday. Bella Nipitina and Espiona had Drew Barriers, one and three, end up ha- having to cross the whole field behind them to go to the outside. Um, that's not great racing. You know, they're so
1: disadvantaged it's not funny. It's it's strange, isn't it? You wonder why, you you're racing down a straight line, why the inside is disadvantaged compared to what the the outside horses are because uh, there is that perception isn't there
0: well all the time the horses which are down inside are getting dictated to by the horses on the outside mm. um so you now they just for some reason they just don't win um very very few horses win when they're drawn down close um so yeah i think it's something that needs to be addressed uh, for sure and certain
1: who do you think's your best if you get a bit of luck on saturday
0: Magic time.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be a fitting end to a, a tumultuous carnival, Graham.
0: Can only get better.
1: Well, um, how's your girl Luna Flair letting down?
0: Yeah. Well, she's up at uh, Coolmore Stud, and she was uh, going to sow your things. So hopefully, she might have a cover already.
1: Gee, that'll be a, a mouth-watering prospect in the future. Have you got your uh, uh, your dibs on the progeny already in a couple of years?
0: Well you never know if I'm still training I'll put my hand
1: up. All right. Well don't don't finish yet. We we enjoy watching your horses run around Graham. Good luck on Saturday.
0: Thank you.
1: Graham Begg joining us there from